0: Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin weekday mornings from nine.
1: We spoke with the Royal Flying Doctor Service last week about their West Coast Mental Health Week roadshow. Remember that? And the RFDS buses well, they're back on the road this week. But this time it's mobile vaccination clinics. So joining me now to tell us all about it is RFDS Tasmania CEO John Kerwin. John, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning Michael. And now first of all how did the Mental Health Week Roadshow go last week down the West Coast?
0: Oh, very good. Um, great buy-in from the local community and all the other service providers. Weather was kind to us, which is even better. Um, and, uh, no, it, it went well. For the, you know, it's the first time we've done it this way. We brought staff from, from Hobart and here. Everyone was dressed in orange, which was the colour for Mental Health Week. Uh, and the bus and our dental truck were down there. Uh, and because of the government, as we were down there, we were in discussions with the government about doing vaccinations. So, one of our buses stayed down there, um, and we'll be going back to uh, to Strawn, where, where we kicked off last Monday, um, to help vaccinations on Wednesday.
1: And the dental bus too. What I mean, when when suddenly when I heard in uh, Queenstown that no more uh, dentist uh, visits, since it was absolutely fabulous that the RFDs uh, stepped up.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the same. Happened on the islands, um, so and uh, and down the east coast. So uh, the, there's a, a fixed clinic there at Queenstown Hospital, which we're renting from the government. And uh, last week was our second week of our dentist going there doing adults. Uh, but the truck was down there for the first time. It's drawn then at Rosebury, as part of mainly Mental Health Week and, and a bit of dental stuff. Um, and so we've just ordered a second truck, um, thanks to um, funding from North Renewables, and uh, that will get us uh, a second truck on the road down there and with funding from the State Government next year.
1: And, uh, John, tell us about the vaccine buses.
0: Yeah, so these are two Metro buses that the State Government gave us a couple of years ago. Uh, thanks to Rotary, they stripped them out. Uh, and a Commonwealth Government Grant and Rotary Fundraising, rebuilt at Penguin Composites, at Penguin, surprisingly. Um, So state of the art. The first one was actually used for a short time at LGH as a COVID testing facility until they got their own facilities up and running early in the piece. We've since finished fitting them out and we've been using them for like mental health week last week and earlier this year and later this year with Diabetes Tas for Diabetes Education. Um, so they're designed for this type of work.
1: Tell me, and um, we'll, we'll repeat this after the afterwards. But where will the buses be this week for those thinking, "Hey, I need a Vax." Uh,
0: St Leonard's this, this had started this morning, and I drove past, and there was about a dozen people waiting. Although I'm, I'm told that it's got a little bit quieter since. So St Helen, uh, St. St Leonard's um, is, is up and operating today, Tuesday, Westbury, Wednesday, Strawn. Uh, Beaconfield Wednesday morning because we'll have two buses. Um, Beauty Point Wednesday afternoon, Tullar on Thursday, and Waratar on Friday.
1: Oh, excellent! And I believe uh, that once you that, thats for those who are having their first vax. You will—you'll be returning a couple of weeks later, or or so. Or look, whatever the time is later to administer number two.
0: Yeah, we've got a three-week schedule, uh, right. and we've got a little bit of scope in there. To, uh, so, for example, at some of the bigger places like Westbury, there's a there's a chance we might get more than a day's work, so we can fit those in. So it's a three week schedule, a break of three weeks at this stage, and then back to do the second jabs. Um, but uh, as I said, I, I think the government would be happy for us, um, and it's it's booked and in walk and or walk up. Um, so we're fairly keen. The objective is that these are areas where it's a bit harder to get to or transport's not that not that mm-hmm. easy, but we really, and the, the uh, um, vaccination rates are a bit lower than the state average, so we really want everyone up to that 70, 80, and then
1: 90%. Oh, too right. We all do, but is it uh, just the Pfizer vax being offered, not Moderna? No, just the Pfizer, yep. And uh, anyone over, is it over 12 or is it 16 plus? So is it over 12 um, welcome to get their jab? Over twelve. So that so they can if they're walk ins then obviously they'll need to be with parent or guardian. Yes. What yes. do they require to bring with them? What what does anybody require? Just just your Medicare card?
0: Just really your Medicare card, fill out the form and one of our staff, RFU staff, will help them on that if there's a problem. Uh, we'll enter them into the system. Our staff were trained last Friday how to do that. Uh, and then the government uh, vaccination nurse will give them the jab and then they'll have 15 minutes to recover and they can
1: get on their way. And, John, have you found that with the sudden lockdown down south, all of a sudden, that more people are interested in getting a getting a vaccine? Um, we'll get you after today. <laughs> <laughs> Today's the first day. I would, I would hope so. Um,
0: you know, look, prevention is better than cure in any point on the health system. True. Uh, and this is one of those areas where... Um, it won't stop you getting COVID, but it'll stop you getting really sick and it'll stop you hopefully dying.
1: Yeah, well, that's what we need to probably be aware of. Now, you mentioned that it's walk-ins, but you can make an appointment.
0: Uh, yes, yeah, get on the, on the government's website and the website will actually have the specific details if you're actually looking for the address for each area. So, look... Um, sorry, go on. Sorry, no, that's... So, we, we've just been working with local government and as i said we've we've locked in this week's where it's going to be and we're just working on next week's and the following weeks because uh, getting the buses there's a bit of a logistics exercise and uh, we don't want to be driving them backwards and forwards unnecessarily. No. so working well with local government about parking them in a secure place overnight
1: so the buses are visiting i believe 23 townships over the next three weeks from today you mentioned a few before but which other towns are included in this for those that are thinking hang on are they coming here Okay, so I, if you I finished
0: with, with Waratah. So we're also going to Mole Creek, Edith Creek, Irish Town, Sassafras, Red Par, Railton, Maena, Bridport, Gladstone, Kempton, Colbrook, Ringaruma, Paratar, Tunnock, Winnerlea and Woodsdale.
1: Gotcha. So there's a lot to a lot of visits. That's fabulous. That means that a lot of people don't have to, you know, transport themselves too far to go and get a jab should they desire it. Yes, and it's very
0: much our model. I mean, it's what we've been doing on the mainland, um, mainly by plane, but also by road as well, going out into those remote communities, Aboriginal communities, mining camps, pastoral stations. Um, again, not not an easy, because it's a two-visit exercise with the jabs, um, but it's important that we do vaccinate those remote areas, um, mainly because if, they, if, if it did get out, um, they would really struggle, um, because they just don't yeah. have a, an LGH with ICUs sitting next door.
1: Yeah, you're spot on. Uh, so right, indeed. The buses are great. They can be a walk up. You can make an appointment. So, what uh, to make the appointment? It's uh, ring the public health uh, hotline. Yep. yep. Sorry, yep. I don't have the number on me. I've got it. One eight hundred six seven one seven three eight. One eight hundred six seven one seven three eight. They can ring that and book, or that they can just walk up. But obviously, your Medicare card. If you're unsure, yep. you'll have people on the bus that can actually go through and run through to make it a bit easier for them. Yep. That's good news. Well done to the RFDS doing that. And uh, have you heard how the stats are going so far? Where, where are we up to with vaccination stats? Maybe you, uh, I mean, the last I heard yesterday, we'd hit 68.6 uh, double uh, dose, uh, dose and 83.5 single dose. That was it yesterday. Yeah,
0: that's, that's the latest we've heard too. So um, these will be small numbers because they're small areas we're going to. Um, and we can do probably at about 100 a day, a, a bit more potentially. Um, but what it is, it's those smaller, harder-to-reach communities um, that often just don't have a pharmacy or don't have a GP that, that are providing it. And in a lot of those areas, people travelling either because of work or family commitments or others make it hard mm. for them. Um, this, this way hopefully we, we
1: bring it to them I think it's fabulous what you're doing John I really do what the RFDS is doing in Tasmania um, tell me where can we get more information people are thinking okay I'd like to find out a bit more
0: uh, their website which is www.coronavirus.tas.gov.au
1: simple as that and they can find out where the buses will yep. be John Jed's good yep. to talk to you John and CEO yep. of RFDS Tasmania all the very best with travelling around Thanks, Michael. Thanks for your interest. Absolutely great to talk to you, and I think you're doing a wonderful job too.
0: Tasmania Talks with Michael Loughlin, weekday mornings from nine.